0: It's going
1: down, down, From Phoenix to London From L.A. to around the world, the world. This is The Ticket All sports, all the time With your boys, former NFL Philadelphia Eagle Ray Ellis and Fan Man Your number one
2: fan-oriented
1: sports talk leader Voice of America Sports
2: <laughs> oh, no, baby it's game time, baby! It's on. This is Ray Ellis, and you listen to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice of America Network with my uh, number one co-host in the world, Fan Man. Man. Fan, man's <laughs> Fan Man's here. Fan Man's here. The party's Man. ready
1: to get started, Ray. The it's, party's ready to get started. I can't wait.
2: You know what? It, it, it is time. It is time. There's it's no time. more no more excuses. <laughs> the draft is here. No more BS. No more say. BS. It's
1: can't it's, BS anymore.
2: No more excuses.
1: It's who's here. Who's going to do their job?
2: It's time to. Pay up or, or sh- get, sh- get shut out. up
1: or get out of town out there, out. boy. Get out of town.
2: Well, listen, uh, welcome, everyone. We thank you for uh, joining us. We're here every Thursday live on the Voice of America Network. As I said, my name is uh, Ray Ellis, and you're listening to Rail of Sports. And uh, I'm going to start off talking about what's going on, uh, you know, here, as we always do here in the Valley, uh, the Arizona Cardinals, and uh, for them today, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's just about payday. You know, uh, Santa Claus is coming to town tomorrow. For a whole lot of players. Well,
1: we will see all the blogs and everybody complaining on the blogs about who they should pick and who they shouldn't pick and what they should do. They put it this way: they better do the right thing for the well, fans. They better do the right thing, or the shit's going to hit the fan this weekend.
2: Well, one thing about it: this, this show here was 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 designed for the fans. That's exactly That's right. That's exactly right. This show right. was designed for the fans, and uh, we're hoping that the fans get an opportunity to uh, call in. You know, we you can be uh, you can call in and uh, at eight six six. Four seven two five seven eight seven. Again, that's eight six six four seven two five seven eight seven. And we're going to talk about the Cardinals, and uh, you know, today the Cardinals are actually going through a mock draft.
1: They're doing a mock draft in the, what they call the quote unquote war room. In
2: in, the, in their war room, and they're going to go uh-huh. through that mock draft. And uh, you know, here's the thing about it is, I was reading a couple things and. There's really not a chance. They, they can't make any excuses. You know, I, I told you I've been looking at this franchise, and for the longest, you know, you review them, you look at how many all-pro players they've had. A they, lot. They had very, well, no, they've actually had very few from that first round. Well,
1: players. no, when they leave this team to go to other teams, they become all-pro.
2: Yeah, yeah, well, but they don't do it here, you know. And, uh, you know, so when they're going through this mock draft, you know, it's one thing about it, if you were – if you were going someplace mm-hmm. you know, and, and you got lost, mm-hmm. you wouldn't yeah, go Quest. back the same way. You yeah, that's Mad right. Quest, you but you changed something. Yeah, so well, you know, they've
1: made some changes here. Right. Last year, all they got to do is look at film and look at the problems. The problems are on the O-line and the D-line. And they need a safety, and they need uh, some, some help in the corners. Okay. Other than that, who they should pick, number five, And who do you think they should pick? Based on what I just said and based on what everybody else is saying, which the whole media is saying,
2: who do you think they should pick? Well, you know, according to what they believe, you know, they're saying, what do
1: you believe? What do you think? Well,
2: what I believe, what I believe is there's no doubt about it. Listen, if, if a running back, I believe in what I call something that's called player performance and position production. Okay, and, and let me explain to you exactly what I mean by that. See, well, what is that? You know, when you pick certain players on an NFL team, there's only so much they can do for you. I'll never forget Dick Vermeil telling us, "The more you can do, the longer you can stay." Okay. So when you pick certain positions uh, on the football field, you know a kicker's only going to kick. That's all he can do. He, mm-hmm. he can kick off and he can and, and field goals. That's all you get from him. Right. There's other players that are out there on that on that field
1: that make the, that make the team run. That make the team. Score,
2: but they also they, 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 they intercept the ball. They make tackles. They're on special teams. They block punts. You know they do a number of th- they contribute in a number of different ways. So to, when you to, talk to about, make sure
1: they can get down into the red zone, so they can't get it into the, uh, for the touchdown. At least they get the, the field goal with the kicker.
2: So so what but, you do when you talk about okay, we're going to look at the best player that's available. Mm-hmm. For me, what you want to do is look at the player who's going to bring the most production to the team. See, when you have players and you have that, that don't produce, then you, you don't win. You yeah, know? but to see the edge,
1: you know, he produced 1,000 yards last year, and now they're saying get Adrian Peter- Peterson – and I, I, firmly believe that they should leave the running game alone. I think the running game is fine. He has another year or two to go. And I think next year they should look at the running game. But this year they gotta, they gotta protect the uh, liner. That's a 10 million, 20 million dollar investment, what it is. It's a lot of money. But they have to be able to protect him. And if they don't do it, if they don't get that offensive lineman, which is Thomas, which I think they should go for, if they don't do that, they're making a big mistake.
2: Well, you know, you mentioned Thomas. Now, uh, I agree. I agree. We need some help on the offensive line. There's they need no a lot doubt about it. You know, but we, you know, Tom is. You know, here's a guy that you know. And again, I I didn't speak to him personally, so I don't know that he said this. But I've read where he said that he's not going to attend the draft. Mm-hmm. He and his dad have this thing, this annual thing. Where what do you mean?
1: He, what do you mean he's not going to attend the? draft? He and
2: his dad are going to go. What the hell draft. is that about? Well, here's what that's about. To me, right there, that's a problem. You know, this is this is a special wait, moment, wait, wait. not whoa, just. Whoa, whoa.
1: For, so you're telling me that if they draft him in the fifth round. And or no, or, or, pick or pick. any any team. Or, uh, the first round, uh, the top five. And this is any team. He's going to be fishing with his father.
2: Well, he is projected huh? to be one of the top picks in the game. Yeah, draft. but
1: what, what does that say about, is that an ego problem? Well, like, hey, you know what? I'm go- Hey, I'm God, and when I decide to come, I come. That's a problem for down the road.
2: It's some kind of problem. And the
1: NFL is having a lot of problems with the players right now. So right off the bat, he's saying, hey... You know I'll be fishing. I don't really care. Well,
2: well, some people seem to think that that's uh, you know, that's a stand-up guy, an honorable type of guy, you know, he's a, a change from the Pac-Man Jones that we've had out there, you right. know. And so and some they people started Yeah, but I I I think listen, this is a chance. To come in, to bring your family in, to experience something. It is the only thing like it in the world. There's nothing else like it in the world. That feeling, that day, you can go fishing with your dad. Any
1: day, yeah. I mean, if I was in his shoes and I'm going to be drafted uh, in the NFL,
2: uh, and one of the top five players, I mean, I would be there. That's that's exciting. Well, to me, and again, uh, his dad probably would say, oh, you know, it's okay. I don't care if you go or not. But listen, you're supposed to take your dad there, take your mom there, let them take that special picture Mm -hmm. that there's only so many of them out there in the entire world. That's right. And the fans. And the fans. You know, the, yeah, fans, the fans. If you've never right. been to the NFL draft, let me tell you, it is something special. And we will be there be next there. year. Yeah, to be there, to experience, you know, mm-hmm. the excitement of and, and, and the mystery of who are they going to pick. Who's, you know, Who's, who's going to go. Because you never know. Because, I, I mean, listen, we've got a guy right now, and we're happy to have him. Who's that? But I'll tell you this. I'll tell you, Matt was sweating bullets last year because he's happy to be a Cardinals right now, but you know he did not expect. To be playing with the Arizona Cardinals because he anticipated that he was going to be drafted much higher than he was. Mm-hmm. And so to be sitting there and, t- and yep, he, he, right. he truly was disappointed. You know? he, was, he was.
1: He wanted to. He wanted to be with uh, Detroit.
2: You know, and and now you got this guy uh, Brady Quinn. You know, which, out of Notre Dame. You know, of which to me, you know, he sounds a little bit overboard in terms of his confidence level and his, his arrogance. You know, he's putting so much pressure on himself. He wants to be this first pick of the draft. Listen, you know, years to come, nobody remembers where you were drafted at. You know? They remember you, what you did. Unless this, you, were, you were,
1: were a bum. A bum. Right. <laughs> and when you're a yeah.
2: bum, right. then they'll remember you were right. the first pick of the draft right. and you were a bum. But
1: if you're a great player, but no. Well, if you win, you know you win the Heisman, and if you go and if you go to the Super Bowl, they do remember that. Anyway, if you'd like to call in, eight six six four seven two five seven eight seven again, eight six six four seven two five seven eight seven. You're listening to the uh, Ray Ellis Sports Talk Show, uh, talking about the Cardinals, and I'm my name is Fan Man. One of the things, Ray, that I want to say, especially with the Cardinals, they have this operations director, vice president of player player development, named Rod Graves. A lot of people in this uh, state and the state of Arizona hate him. They don't it, like him. It,
2: you know what? And he's got a couple graves that have been dug just yeah. waiting for him to fall <laughs> yeah. in because you guys have been killing <laughs> him killing. since I've been here. Well,
1: yeah. I mean, the guy basically, I mean, everything he's done over the years has, has turned into garbage. Uh, well, like I garbage. said. It's like All I the saying, coaches have gone through.
2: I was saying earlier, listen, if you do something wrong. You don't continue to do that the same way each time. You know how do you expect to get something different? Well, if you look at what's been happening over the years, they've some pieces have been you know discarded. We've gotten rid of some coaches, but we yeah, still got the same result. You're not a football losing season. team. So what's the common denominator that still exists? Him. Him. <laughs> so
1: maybe. Well, you know what? I, all I have to do is say, if Graves has the final say in that draft this coming week, and he does, we're in for another crappy year, guaranteed. If this if they if that coach that they hired from Pittsburgh has to have a big say so on who's going to be drafted, he knows that O line is has problems. Right? They have to look at that and they have to look at the coach. And the coach has to say, yes, we need Thomas it, or it, we it, need whatever. But it's it's not
2: up to Graves to make the call. No, he's got he's this, already, the, he's, the he, coach has some input, but the bottom line is Graves is going to make that call. And and Wiz has already says that. He, he, he trusts in him. You well, know, you know what? He's, he's trusting him
1: because he just got there, but he's going to find out. I think Graves he's is being a joke. He's correct. He's a joke. The guy is a joke, and he, they should have never extended his contract. They should have got rid of him and brought a new blood when they brought a new coach in at the same time. It all should have been done, done together. Well, they've Get got, rid of Green, get rid of Graves, and start over. So what do they do? They keep Graves, and they hire a new coach, and now Graves is going to be making the calls, and Wiesnone's going to be sitting there going, okay, now what do I do?
2: Well, listen, they've got this system that they put together. I think they, they put together system? about three three years ago. You okay. know? And, and, and basically what they do is they come up with uh, you know 500 of, of the top players that are projected to be, you know, drafted mm-hmm. in the NFL, and from that 500, then they pick the 120 players of which they think fits their scheme. Fits the their best. scheme of things. And so, you know, are okay. So there is 120 guys that they have on the board to pick from. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. This team is gonna change. This team is not gonna look the same personnel wise. I'll give you three years from now, and I bet you there'll probably be five guys that are currently on this roster right that are now that will that'll be left.
1: Well, you know what? I agree with you. They need, they need to make some major changes. Like we talked about the Bidwells and, and the Graves thing. It has to change, and it has to become a winning organization, not this type of sloppy mess that they have incurred over the past few years. Anyway, you're listening to um, the Ray Ellis Sports Show on Voice America Sports Talk. My name is Fan Man, and we got to take a break, pay some bills, and we'll be right back after this. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds on. I just,
3: and I just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy.
1: <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL, speak up, speak up, or forever hold your mouth.
2: We playing around
1: here. Voice America Sports. Must be at least 21 years of age to play. Void
4: where prohibited. Where I come from, mate, there's a horse racing event so big, it's dubbed the race that stops a nation. Offices are closed. The streets are quiet. And then it happens. The running of the Melbourne Cup. This first Tuesday in November, the eyes and ears of a nation are on Australia and the world-famous Flemington Racetrack for the Melbourne Cup. And YouBet.com wants to take you and a guest there. All expenses paid. You Bet, You Fly at YouBet.com could just be the ticket to this year's Melbourne Cup. A winning ticket like none you've ever cashed before. And all you've got to do for your chance to win is play. Just wager five times with YouBet.com between April the 1st and June the 30th and you'll automatically be entered to win. New to YouBet.com? Stop on by and we'll give you a free 60-day trial. Nobody gives you more tracks, more features or more ways to enjoy the action. Log on to YouBet.com to play and you could be at Australia's racing event of the year. The Melbourne Cup. You Bet, You Fly. See contest info and rules for You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com.
5: Listen up, race fans. It's time to tune into Race Talk Radio Rewind and get the news from the cars and the stars in auto racing from all over the country. Sit down, strap in, and sound off with host and my friend. Dennis Michelson, freelance NASCAR writer and a big race fan himself. Race Talk Radio airs live on the Voice America Sports Channel every Wednesday afternoon at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Racetalkradio.com features the official internet radio shows for the ARCA Remax and ASA Late Model Series. We feature the only NASCAR Top 20 poll that gets the NASCAR press and fans involved in the voting everywhere. Now that's something to wag your tail at. Tune into Race Talk Radio Rewind with host Dennis Michelson for exclusive racing features and the best interviews from our racetalkradio.com network of racing shows. That's every Wednesday afternoon at 12 p.m. PST and 3 p.m. EST on the Voice America Sports Channel.
1: From Phoenix to London, from L.A. to around the world... This is the ticket, all sports, all the time, with your boys, former NFL Philadelphia Eagle, Ray Ellis, and Fan Man. Your number one fan-oriented sports talk leader, Voice America Sports. Okay, we're back. Uh, my name is Fan Man along with uh, Ray Ellis, former NFL, uh, former NFL player with the Philadelphia Eagles. Hey, was you that like you doing call- that
2: commercial? Huh? That was with that Helium. That, that, yeah, that's that, me. That, I'm a, you know, yeah. a Helium thing. Yeah. yeah. Is that you doing that yeah, commercial? Yeah, that's, that's,
1: that's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can do that. I can do a kind of voices, you know. Anyway, if you'd like to call in, 866-472-5787. Again, 866-472-5787. And we have Kobe from Phoenix online. Kobe, how are you? And you're on the Ray Ellis Sports Talk Radio Network.
6: I'm good, how are you guys doing? Good,
1: pretty Great. good. Hey
2: good. Kobe, one thing now, you're not describing, you know, uh, fixing your voice here so we don't know who you are. It's Kobe Bryant, right?
6: It's Kobe uh, Bryant. I, I, I wish <laughs> it was, but you know, the Suns beat me, so if I was, I wouldn't be calling in right
2: now. Yeah, there you go. How you doing there Kobe?
6: I'm good, how you guys doing?
2: Great. Listen, you're a Cardinals fan?
6: Yes, I'm a huge Cardinals fan. Alright, so
2: what do you think about this upcoming draft? Uh,
6: well, you know, we've been in this situation Several times before, um, you know, I personally think they need some help on the offensive line and defense because they got a lot of offensive weapons. They just need to, you know, give Lionheart some time to get his receivers and need to give some room for the edge to run up the middle. You know.
1: Yeah. So, Kobe, you agree with me that they need to get Thomas on the, uh, on, the on the on the as the fifth pick for the O line. And what do you uh, think they're going to go do on defense?
6: Well, firstly. You know, I don't know who I, I personally don't know who they'll go with on defense. I think there's a lot of good picks. I think uh, it's Branch from Michigan, correct? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I believe so. and I believe Paul Puzloski from Penn State are two really really good picks. You know, they represent the Big Ten pretty well, and they're they're uh, you know stud guys. But they need someone at the playmaker on defense, that's for sure.
2: Well, you know, it's interesting you say that because a playmaker is, is something that's extremely important, and I think we do have a playmaker. And, uh, Matt, who has, uh, done a good job last year, but, uh, I, I also agree, you know, often, I would not be upset if we got an offensive lineman as our first pick in the draft. I just want to make sure that if we get that offensive lineman, that it's a person that comes in. Now what I, you know, you know, uh, w- Wizard Hunt is talking about, he wants a person to come in who's going to compete for a job kobe from your perspective should a first round draft pick a top five pick should this be a person that comes in and competes for a job or should should you be able to out of all the college talent that's out there in america should you not be able to pinpoint a guy who's going to come in and you insert him in the lineup from the very beginning what do you think
6: well i mean ultimately you know they don't have nfl experience and nfl is a completely different game than college um you know, I, I I think you have to go in, especially at a lineman position, and, and compete. But there are a lot of good linemen out there and a lot of other players that can go in, and they're much better uh, than current players in that position. So, you know, ultimately I think they would have to compete, but it would be nice to see them just be able to pencil them in as well as starters. Well, well, you know, it's
2: one thing that, you know, uh, a first-round pick, a top-five pick should not be a project, you know, in, unless you're a quarterback. Quarterback is the one position well, in, in look what happened last year that takes some time. Right, But, 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 but again, he had the perfect – you know, opportunity to come in to play against a guy who was a great person. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, we, we not only Curtin, only had a, a good. Curtin no, was a good quarterback, he, he, he's but he's been hurt, hurt,
1: and he got he was getting uh, mowed down by the defense of other teams, and they and then they put in liner, which is a big investment, which I, I I don't think they should have, but I think they need Thomas, as I think Kobe agrees. Thomas on the uh, O line, at least to protect his backside, so he doesn't get slammed to the ground. And uh Kobe, um, do you think Rod Graves has a lot to do with this, or do you think Wisenhunt should be uh, leading the charge here?
6: You know, I think ultimately Wisenhut should just because he's new to Arizona. We've had you know, we had Dennis Green in here before who, you know, like him or hate him. You know, he came in. He, he, he got some players in here, but we need to put the puzzle together. So. See,
1: you know what happened with Green? Green saw himself as a personnel expert, and he wasn't yep. shy about voicing his opinions about it. And not long after taking the job in 2004 when he got here, he anointed Josh McCown, the starting quarterback, saying he was better than any other quarterback in the draft. So the, the Cardinals passed on Eli Manning, Philip yep. Rivers, and uh, Ratsenberger out of Pittsburgh, and they took Fitzgerald. Yep. Yep. So you know what?
2: Well, I, Fitzgerald hasn't been bad. You know, no, no, Fitzgerald's, Fitzgerald's a good wide receiver. I mean, yeah, that's why we have the good core wide receivers, because we have not
1: But see, you can have a great core of wide receivers, but if you don't have an O-line to protect the quarterback from getting his face smashed into the dirt every time, and he can't get the ball out to them, they, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a joke. They have all this money, they got all this talent, and they do have some great talent, except they got to shore up the O-line. Anyway, um... Kobe, uh, thank you for the call to the Ray Ellis Sports Show. We have Mike uh, calling in, and he's on hold. Mike, are you there?
7: I'm there. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Hey, Ray. Good meeting you the other day. Hey, Mike. How you doing there? Good. This, you know, we got We got to change the opening. you got to mention Cleveland Browns,
1: man. You were stalwart oh, with the Browns. Well, I'm an Eagles fan. That's why I say that. Hey, <laughs> so, okay. Mike.
7: I, I can't help that. Okay. I mean, but anyhow, I want to talk about the top three picks in the draft. Okay. Uh, Jamarcus Russell. I think he's got a Keeley Smith written all over him. Uh, he's got an arm like a cannon. So did Smith, but bad mechanics. Um, I'm a Browns fan, Ray. What do you think about the Browns taking Adrian Peterson? A great back can make an average offensive line look good because he's got vision. If there's no hole, he'll run the daylight. You agree?
2: Well, I I agree, you know, there's not no doubt about it. You know, when you when you take a look at uh you know the position again, I'm looking at position production. You got a guy who's gonna hold on to the ball at least twenty times a game, that means he's got twenty chances to make a big play. You know, you go for a, a wide receiver, a wide receiver is gonna to touch the ball. Yeah, I agree. Uh yeah.
7: if you follow the Browns, Charlie Fry most of his interceptions went off Braylon Edwards' hands.
2: Yeah. So and, I and,
7: mean he's throwing the ball, he's going to the right receiver. They're just not making the plays. You get Adrian Peterson, look at Ladanian Tomlinson in San Diego when he came there. They sucked. They built the team around a running back. Give them the ball. it takes pressure off the quarterback. Uh, you can't put uh, you know you, they got to start putting eight men in the box and it's going to put things to open up for Winslow, Edwards and, and Jar
2: Well, there's no doubt about it. Listen, even here, you know, and this is where Fan Man and I disagree, you know, the thing about Edge, Edge was a great running back. All those things you talk about, a great sight and great vision and the instincts, well, the thing about it, he's still a very sharp player in his mind, but he just can't do it anymore.
1: I, I disagree with you. I think if the O-line is there to open up some holes for him, he will he will come back to life. He well, can't, I, I, I watched the, the whole. Well, line I, I really disagree, disagree with you. you. I, I saw just, him man, You know Look uh, at Joseph Adai, stepped
7: in, and they didn't miss a beat. Who's that? Joseph Adai stepped in for Edgar
2: and James in Indianapolis. And didn't miss, they
1: didn't, didn't miss a beat. a beat. Well, look at the old line on, uh, with the Colts.
2: Well, see here. Look, look, I just want you guys. All you got to do is take a look at some footage from when <laughs> yeah, Edge play played the a the couple footage. years ago. Okay. And look at Edge today. Look at Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush is a guy where you see. You don't even see it. So, so he's like, running to his left. He sees something. Way a hole way back here on the right side. Right. We're wondering where the is he going. And he goes for you know 60, 70 yards. In the right. hole. Is- the
7: reason in the hole is all these experts do not talk about, they talk right. about how, how many times, let me ask you this, Ray, how many times does a running back run 40 yards on a play? They, the 40 is, is, is too high of a way to evaluate a back. Have him run 10 yards because he's going to be toting the ball 10 to 15 yards. If they break away, fine. But you know what? The 40 overrated. Vision well, in the hole is the key. No, well, I, I, think, I, I agree I, Well, with you, let, let me
2: just say this. Uh, I, I'm going to disagree with you about that 40 time. Because I which, agree with that. There's a, there's a difference in, in what's called speed and quickness, and, and the 40 time is a time to, to evaluate what the quickness of that person is. Now that, That's why they don't do 100 anymore because nobody's running 100 yards on the football field. Right. But if you think about some of the uh, plays that you see, the creative plays of which the players themselves just on natural instinct, they're able to innovate on their own. Well that kind of thing is where you run forty yards in one play and you only gain twenty, right. you know, but you run it forty yards on the field and you can stop on a dime, you can cut, you can go another way, and, and you just you make plays happen.
1: Mike, on your uh the way you uh, are uh, into football, what do you think the Cardinals are gonna do? Cardinals,
7: uh they made a great move with with uh, the head coach and the offensive line because they'll bring a Pittsburgh Steelers mindset. Let's something so. about what The one thing about the Cardinals, let's face it, they've been soft. They've never been an aggressive team. That's right. Uh, Russ Grimm is going to teach these guys technique, which they don't have up front.
1: I think you're 100% um, correct.
7: I mean, look at how many pro bowlers the Steelers had. Fanica, right. uh, Dermondi Dawson, uh, the other center that's uh, just retired. Um, look at what he produces and look at the Steelers' ground game.
1: Well, you I mean, know what? the feeling here in town, here and in the state of Arizona, is that the Bidwell stay out of it and let the let the coach do his job and let him motivate the players and let him let Grim come in, do the offensive line, get him like an East Coast team. Uh, I think we'll see a change here. Uh, but if they if they start playing around like they did over the last couple of years, um, I don't think it's going to change. And my my feeling is, and Ray saying that they're, they're going to go to the Super Bowl, they're going to, you know, it's the march to the Super Bowl. Quit uh,
7: smoking that stuff, Ray? Hey, hey, I, hey.
1: I, I sell that to Ray. Ray has the best stuff in the world, man. <laughs> hey, Mike, let me ask you this. Yes, hey, Ray, you want some
2: right now? A <laughs> hey, fan man bought this up, but i got to ask you this. Listen, uh, that, I was over to your place the other day. As a matter of fact, this is I'll give you a chance to plug it. What's the name of your place? You're, you're working Internet now. Speedway,
7: iSpeedway.
2: Okay, what do you guys do over there?
7: We are a Internet marketing company that lets people, it's a business opportunity. And uh, we've been around for 12 years. We have over 100,000 satisfied customers. Nation okay, well,
2: let, okay well, let me ask you this. Since you got all those guys over there, uh, how many of you believe that the uh, Cardinals are going to maintain this home field advantage and uh, make it to the playoffs and make it to the Super Bowl? Do you? you well, the all right, majority over there believe that, or most of you guys are? Uh, I bet
1: they're all negative.
2: All right, well, listen
7: here. Cardinals don't have a home field advantage yet. You don't have a home field advantage <laughs> until, until you, you see, you're, you're you playing for until you're playing for something in, in week 15, 16, and 17, that's, that, that's when you, you have a home field Mike. advantage. Thank the you. Other, Mike. The other thing, I'll, and I'll, I'll listen to you guys, I'll, I'll get off the phone and listen, but here's one thing, everybody makes a big deal about the scouting combine. Ray, you've played a lot of ball, you're, an, you're a Buckeye like me and X. Um, you know what, there's practice players and there's players uh, that play in the games. They do all these vertical jumps. They do all this other stuff. It's all great and dandy. You need a guy that brings it on Sunday.
2: I agree and with you, Mike. Was, I agree with you. I agree you know, with you 100%. It's, all, it's all,
7: like when I say the 40-yard dash thing. You know you know what? Do I care how many reps Brady Quinn presses? No. no I don't no, think he can read cares. defenses. Right. If he can't read defenses, he ain't going to be in the league long. That's exactly Another right, Ryan, You know
1: what? You're right. It's a lot of fluff, and basically, the guy has played at Notre Dame. He's a great football player. Who cares about how many reps? How? He's, a he's a great college. He's a great. He's going to be a great pro if he if he is trained, in the right uh, system. Yeah. That. Thank you, Mike. If he's in the right system, if he came to the Cardinals, that'd be an abortion. Oh, oh right. No, I'm just saying. I mean, if they didn't have liner and they were they were taking Quinn. And Quinn could have come here this year if if they didn't take they, you know, if they didn't do what they did last year. But the thing is, if Quinn was coming in here, he played for Notre Dame. Notre Dame's a powerhouse, just like USC. They're bringing in, they got, I mean, Leinert basically is a winner. Leinert needs that, that protection. And if he gets it, I think we might have something. And Ray, you might be right. You might be right.
2: Well, listen. As you know, uh, uh, Matt is uh, is my guy. He's, he's but he's under the radar, and he's going oh, to yeah. you know, he's, he's going to make something happen this year. But uh, Mike, thank you for calling. We appreciate it. Michael, thank you. Uh, Greg,
7: one last question. Yes. Um, third down efficiency. First down is the most important down in football. People got to get out of that mind, mindset of third and and six. First down, if you think back to the 49ers, if the Cardinals run an offense where they throw on first down and they have a manageable second down, they're going to be a successful team. They get in second eight and nine, forget it, it's over. Okay, okay Mike, thanks for taking the call. Mike, we got to go
1: thank you. Uh, you're listening to Ray Ellis Sports along with Fan Man, and we'll be right back after these messages.
3: Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports.
2: Oh, that's how it's done,
1: baby, right
4: there. Voice America Sports. Must be at least 21 years of age to play. Void where prohibited. Where I come from, mate, there's a horse racing event so big, it's dubbed the race that stops a nation. Offices are closed. The streets are quiet. And then it happens. The running of the Melbourne Cup. This first Tuesday in November, the eyes and ears of a nation are on Australia and the world famous Flemington racetrack for the Melbourne Cup. And Ubet.com wants to take you and a guest there. All expenses paid. you, bet you fly at Ubet.com could just be the ticket to this year's Melbourne Cup. A winning ticket like none you've ever cashed before. And all you've got to do for your chance to win is play. Just wager five times with Ubet.com between April the 1st and June the 30th and you'll automatically be entered to win. New to Ubet.com? Stop on by we'll give you a Free 60-day trial. Nobody gives you more tracks, more features, or more ways to enjoy the action. Log on to ubet.com to play, and you could be at Australia's racing event of the year, the Melbourne Cup. Ubet, you, you fly. See contest info and rules for Ubet, you, you fly at ubet.com.
3: Here it is, sports fans, the Arthur Ag Sports Radio Show, where we talk about sports and everything in between, from high school to college sports, right up to the pros. Join host Arthur Ag, co-star of the 1994 sports documentary, Hoop Dreams, for the Arthur Ag Sports Radio Show every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 Eastern, premiering on the Voice America Sports Channel. Arthur will host a variety of guests and will give the average fan a platform to voice his or her opinion about how sports play a significant role in our society. Get set for hard-hitting topics that cut to the soul of sports. See the sports industry through the eyes of the kid in the city and the kid in the suburbs. Hear from the businessmen, and yes, women, from around the world. Whatever your passion is, football, basketball, baseball, golf, soccer, NASCAR, or hockey, the Arthur Ag Sports Radio Show is for you. That's every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Sports Channel.
1: Sports Talk on the Internet! What a great idea. Fans, you now have a voice. No FCC and no bullshit. Just the facts. Voice America Sports.
2: The rail of sports on Voice America Network, and uh, I got my co-host here, Fan Man. Fan Man. And uh, we're having a great time. That was a great call by Mike. You know, yeah, I like Mike, to speak Mike with knows people football. that are. Yeah, he knows football. You yeah. know, obviously very passionate about it. And regards mm-hmm. of if it's Cleveland Browns or whoever it is, he's knows, he's right on top he, of he's it. Very he's, one of the, about.
1: he's one of those guys that probably has the uh, dish system where you can see every game. Yeah, you know, yeah, he,
2: and, he probably, you know, probably does. Yeah, he's probably
1: one of those guys you saw on, on NBC Dateline where he holds out his hand with the beer and she comes running over with the new beer and he won't he won't leave. <laughs> you know, he won't leave the sofa. He's having a good time. But like you know, of but that's
2: why we created this show because there's people like Mike that's passionate about their sports. Yeah, and they need a chance. To, to voice your opinion regardless if it's good, bad right. or, or indifferent. Whatever it is. You know, they they support the teams as we always say. They buy the tickets. So if you'd like it. to
1: call in, the number is what is the number, Ray? The
2: number is one eight six six four seven two five seven eight seven. Would you like me to repeat that?
1: Uh yeah, say it slower.
2: Okay. 1-866-472-5787 <laughs>
1: And we have Chris from Phoenix on uh, on the line. Chris uh, welcome to the Ray Ellis show and you're talking to uh, Fan Man and Ray. Hi.
8: What do you say guys? Love the show. Hey, thank thanks. You. thanks for having me on today. Uh, we were talking about the Cardinals, Ray. I wanted to ask you your opinion um, that there's uh, reportedly some interest in selecting uh, Penn State's Levi Brown in the first round on Saturday, um, but picking him at number five overall is, is going to be a little bit of a reach. Uh, and there was an article today that they were talking about um, trading down. What's your what's your opinion on that? Is that something that they should uh, really be pursuing?
2: Well, you know, there's one thing about it, you know, uh Levi Brown, you know, he, he's projected to be in the top ten, you know, and, and he is, you know, one of the a couple of defensive linemen out there that could make an impact, but... You know, again, I just think if, if Adrian uh, Peterson is there, I, you know, I just think we sh- we should go for him. I, I, you know, a running game is something that again, a guy's going to touch the ball twenty times. You know, and running backs, he, he's going to last for a number well, of years. Well, you know, I,
1: I I I don't believe that the Cardinals think Brown is better. The draft, is, it's like a poker game, Chris. Well, no, the, the you cards know, are bluffing and saying that Brown is better, so other teams ahead of them will not take time it's a game it's a game of poker but you, know what? But, that's you what know what but you know
2: it's interesting because you say that because rod graves has said that there will be no He's a su- joke. there'll be no surprises in this draft oh, they, all- they already you know, know, what? know what they want y- you know what, they know what they're going to pick and so there'll be no surprises And they don't care what you say or what i say that's right they don't care yeah,
1: they don't care about any what anybody says because they always have a mess in the draft
2: so it well, so so I'm so, so trying to disguise Right, Chris? would who you
1: say
8: that pick. Oh, yeah, without a doubt, I mean, there there hasn't been any teams that have called the Cardinals yet seeking to move their uh, move their spot up in the draft pick, so... Um, uh, you why know, do
2: you think I, that is? Why do you think that is? Do you, do you think that someone should be calling us? You think there's somebody out there that one of these uh, people from 6 through uh, 32 or whatever uh, is just trying to get that uh, they can't get at their pick that they want to move up?
8: Well... You know there's there's a lot of teams um that that are involved with this. You know Detroit uh, at number two right now is looking to trade down. Cleveland's open to it. Um, you know, there's, there's, I, I, I'd say Ray, it's, it's probably just more, more talk about it than this time. Um, but the interest in Levi Brown, I mean, you got Joe Thomas out there from Wisconsin. You've got uh, Ryan Clee from uh, USC, uh, Ben Grubbs from Auburn. I mean, what, what's the, uh, uh, what, why, why trade down on your pick um, if, if you're really talking about going after like the number two or number three guy? What's the point?
1: Okay, well, you know, here's what the point is. The point comes down to one thing. The final authority belongs to the guy who signs the checks, and that's what they're. Gonna- Listen to. They're not going to go and get the great player that they need or want. Thomas might be there. It might be Gaines Adams. It might be Brown. It could be anybody. Who knows? They're not going to tell us because, like Ray said, we're, you know, we're not. We're not. Uh, you know, nobody knows what's going to go happen here. But when it finally does come down, if they don't take Thomas, then there's something going on with the Bidwells. They need to take Thomas. Period. That's my feeling. And the final authority comes down to the bid You
8: you know but uh Who's Richard, the big it, check. You kind of hit the nail on the head in explaining motivation to trade down. I mean, officials from every team always talk about the need for more draft pick, but they never right. mention money. Right. Um it's is, always is, about that, money. is that not in a factor okay, uh, no in way. the in a desire to trade down?
1: Okay, Chris, uh let me Ray, you're former NFL okay, player. No, I talk mean, about, Okay, wait. I mean, we, here we, we go. It's, the,
2: it's always about the bid wells okay. and money. Okay. Well, here's the thing about. It. When you talk <laughs> about money, there's a certain amount of dollar amount that is out there that in which each team is um, you know, not obligated to spend, but they have it to spend.
1: I'm asking it that and thi- money. And this
2: team has been a team that traditionally has not spent up to the cap. Now, I'm totally against that because <laughs> if I go out. Well, yeah, he wants all the money. He's not going to
1: give it and, to the player. And I
2: were to go into a restaurant and, right. I, and I ordered a filet mignon and I wanted to cook the way I wanted to cook. If it's not prepared right, you take it back, you give me what I paid for. Exactly right. So when these people have $109 million to spend mm-hmm. and they only spend, let's say, $80 million, that's $29 million that they didn't invest in a product that the fans paid for right. that we should have a problem with. Right. Well, so but it call shouldn't be week, about money. But it should not be about money. If
1: you remember from last week, and Chris from Phoenix, I don't know if you were listening, but this guy Richard came on and said, bottom line is, they don't care if the stadium's filled or not. They don't even care. They're still going to make the money. They're still going to get the 30% TV revenue and the advertising and whatever else they got going on that we don't know about. Well, so they don't really care. I mean, the bottom line is sign the guy, give him
2: his $5 million signing bonus, and make the team better. Well, they've been signing guys. And if they trade, Chris, you know this. They've been signing first-round picks. But this is a team that, until last year, I don't think they had two Pro Bowl players on their team in
3: 10 years. That's right. Got that right. Yep.
2: You know, so what's what the problem is, is, again, we got to go to the front office. And I hate to beat a dead horse over and over again. But the picks that they're making. These people and a caller called in last week and asked us about our scouting department if we had one. And That's I'm, right. And we do have one, but they're not doing the job.
8: Well, Correct. Okay. You know, they they took Weiner last year. Uh, he was the tenth overall pick for last year. Why would they not? Why you know? Why would they not use their uh, position as a bargaining chip to pick up another young quarterback?
2: No, no, we don't need another uh, you young know, quarterback. I, I, that, I disagree that, with that, not, no, Chris. No,
1: no, no. I think that they have the quarterback of the future, and yeah. they they need help on uh, on other areas, the running game is a possibility, but I don't think so. I think on my side, Edge is still good enough to go another year or two. I also feel that it's the O-line and D-line. they got to take care of that. If they don't take care of it, oh, well, it's going to be another crappy season. And I think Leinert will get hurt. I believe wholeheartedly, and I don't want to see him get hurt. But I do believe he will get hurt if they don't protect him. If they don't, if they don't, if they don't get this guy to protect his backside on the right side, um, there's going to be a
8: lot of problems. I, I agree. The caller before uh, was was discussing uh, being able to read defense. Was he speaking specifically about Leinert?
2: No, no. I think he's just talking about quarterbacks in in general.
8: Uh, you know. Okay. Um, I, I, I personally, uh, you know, I, I think he's a little young um, to be established as a leader. I thought he had a, a, um, an okay season uh, last year considering um, it was his first year in the pros. Uh, he kind of got the position by default. Um, so quarterback of the future, Rich, I don't know. Um, you know, we look at uh, the Eagles, Donovan McNabb. And I'm, I'm sorry, Ray, I know you're an old Eagles player. Um, you know, Donovan. He's old. He's
0: how old, old, old. Look how old he is. Look at all his wrinkles.
8: Don- Donovan was, uh, Donovan was the player of the future too, and, you know, I would even question his ability to, um Whoa, 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 whoa.
1: Chris, Chris, let's, wait a minute, wait a minute. Donovan McNabb took the Eagles to the Super Bowl. He took them to the Super Bowl just because he threw up on the in the fourth quarter, four minutes to go, and Terrell Owens is yelling, screaming, and bitching. I, you know what? That
8: I mean, was that was one go season go on. out of se- that was that what? one se- one season out of several though,
2: fam. Yeah, they, I mean...
1: won the, well, wait, wait, they won the NFC championship four, three times, three or four times in a row. No, not
2: the championship. They went to the game, but what three, do you mean, exactly. The, exactly the, yeah. No, Donovan McNabb. The Cardinals never gone. even get out of the cellar. I've got to agree with fan man. I'll probably never do this again in life. You know, <laughs> I, 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 I do not agree with you that Donovan mean lunch. has not, mean lunch, not been productive. You lunch? Donovan is probably, You're with the old. exception of Tom Brady. Uh, probably been the most productive quarterback over the last. If you look five at Tom, years.
1: that's another thing. You look at Tom Brady, look at the offensive line, look at the protection the guy gets to do his job. He is extremely talented, and so is the Cardinals quarterback, Leinart. But if he doesn't have it, if there's nothing there, and, and somebody like you's coming after him, Ray, he's dead
8: meat. Uh, I didn't want to get you riled up about Donovan, but I, I just I can't I can't, <laughs> I, can't I just I can't agree that uh, I can't agree that Leinart's the quarterback of the future. Well, let me say this about. Well, then uh, who do you think is? Well, that's a, you know that's what we're talking about. I think it's a good idea for them to possibly go out and find themselves a young quarterback. I mean, they're, he's uh, a
1: young quarterback. They just signed him last year. What are you smoking, Chris?
2: <laughs> Why is everybody what are you smoking? Here? Yeah, I don't know.
1: I, you know, I don't understand where he's coming from. That they, they should sign another quarterback.
2: No, I think we got. I think we got a quarterback here. Uh, we can build around him. He's definitely a leader. He's a proven winner. Uh, you know, the farm league for the NFL is the you know college, and he's you know won national championship games.
1: You know what I think they need? I think they need new cheerleaders.
2: That's what they. Need. New cheerleaders. Yes. I'll back that one up. Yeah. I want to get a new co-host. <laughs> Boy, this show is going down the drain. Hey, but let me just say this, guys. One thing that uh, that that uh, you know Graves have said is there's not going to be any surprises. So I want to go back to this.
1: I don't know uh, what that means.
2: Well, what he said is they're prepared. They've already done their homework. They've done their due diligence. They know what's there. They know who the players. are. They know who the top 500 players are,
3: mm-hmm. and what
2: they've done from that is they've kind of, you know, ciphered that, and now they have the 120 players of which they feel that will fit this system. Now, what's interesting to me is that these players that are currently here, you know, do they all fit the system, or are we going to go out in this draft, and there's probably next year, I-, I told you in about three years, the entire roster probably, with the exception uh, of, there's you. probably like five people on this team that will be on the team okay. in three years from now.
1: Chris Chris. From Phoenix. Where where do you see the Cardinals at the end of the season?
2: No, Chris, that answers question. Oh. Are they going to retain home field advantage in the two thousand eight Super Bowl? Or are they going to lose and and if they're going to lose that home field advantage of which they currently have, when are they going to lose it? So you think they're going to the Super Bowl? You're awful quiet there, Chris.
8: I don't think I don't think the Cardinals are going to go to the Super Bowl. Um they So we're going to
2: throw parties for everybody else except the home team.
8: I'll tell you what, I'll throw a party if the Cardinals go to the Super Bowl.
2: Okay, we can get his name. You guys
8: guys and all of your fans are invited.
1: Uh, We can (laughs) all go to the lingerie ball.
2: Well, I think that you, so you don't think they have a chance. I mean, if you think they're out of it, are they out of it at the I, midway point? I, I think uh, they're
8: going to have a good season. Um, I think with the upcoming draft picks uh, that um, Coach um, Weisenhart might feel comfortable with the group that he's got with you know Joe Thomas and Levi Brown. Um, but there's some serious questions at both tackle positions. I think um, I, I don't know. You know, I'm mean, going to be interested to see what uh, what they actually do this year. Um, they seem to uh, seem to do really good in the preseason last year. Probably wasn't a uh, last year probably wasn't a good year to um, be comparison uh, comparison shopping on, on what I think they're going to do this year because they did not come out of the gate well. Uh, once Linner took the quarterback position, they seemed to uh, get along okay for a game or two, and then it just seemed that uh, everybody kind of lost their heart halfway through the season. It
1: fell apart. You know, I, the, talking about the roster spots, the Cardinals have 62 players under contract, 21 under the maximum they they can open training camp with in July. They have six draft picks, leaving 15 spots to be filled by other rookies and and potential free agent signings. And that means the team likely will be active in the rookie free agent market, perhaps signing a dozen or so players. Do you agree with that?
2: Well, I, I agree with that. You know, it's like any corporation. When a person comes in, he wants to go down if he's going to go down. With the people that he picks. Now the thing about it is that he's not going to pick them <laughs> because Greg okay. is going to pick them. But all right, Chris, we'll, do uh, Phoenix, we'll talk about it.
1: Thanks for the uh, call. We appreciate it. to all your friends to tune in. You're listening to the Ray Ellis Sports Show with Ray Ellis and uh, Fan Man, and uh, we'll be right back. You're listening to the Voice America Sports Radio Network.
3: We just say like it is.
4: like it is, and you can too
3: internet sports talk
4: radio
3: must be
1: at least 21 years of age to play void where prohibited
4: where I come from mate there's a horse racing event so big it's dubbed the race that stops a nation offices are closed the streets are quiet and then it happens the running of the Melbourne Cup This first Tuesday in November, the eyes and ears of a nation are on Australia and the world-famous Flemington racetrack for the Melbourne Cup. And YouBet.com wants to take you and a guest there. All expenses paid. You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com could just be the ticket to this year's Melbourne Cup. A winning ticket like none you've ever cashed before. And all you've got to do for your chance to win is play. Just wager five times with YouBet.com between April the 1st and June the 30th. And you'll automatically be entered to win. New to YouBet.com? Stop on by and we'll give you a free 60-day trial. Nobody gives you more tracks, more features or more ways to enjoy the action. Log on to YouBet.com to play and you could be at Australia's racing event of the year. The Melbourne Cup. You Bet You Fly. See contest info and rules for You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com.
3: Can't get enough of college basketball? We can't either. Tune into the College Basketball Experience with host Jim Haney for the Ultimate Interactive Basketball Talk Radio Show. Don't just watch college basketball, hear about it and talk about it with those who know college basketball best, the coaches. The College Basketball Experience airs live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 o'clock Eastern, with Jim Haney, the Executive Director of the National Association of Basketball Coaches. Participate in active, open discussions on current topics in college basketball and as Jim brings listeners insight from today's top college basketball basketball coaches, as well as stories and opinions from the legends of college basketball. That's the College Basketball Experience, airing live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports...
1: Sports. And we're back, uh, Fan Man here with Ray Ellis and the Ray Ellis Sports uh, Talk Radio Network. Uh, oh, you like
2: can, that hidden stuff. You like mm-hmm. yeah, it? Yeah, it really gets you in the
1: mood. Get, mm-hmm. Give me some chicken wings yeah. and a beer, you know, here we go. Eight, six, uh, if you like to call in, 866-472-5787 eight, six, six, seven, eight, seven, again, 866 472 six. Four seven two five seven eight seven.
2: Hey, man, you're talking about that food. Listen, you know, I was over at a great place the other day. You yeah. know, uh, there was a guy over at uh, Scottsdale, yeah. uh, Black Angus. Oh, yeah, Black Angus great, is good. Oh, great That's restaurant. Yeah, over there. Now, I would just want to say hello to my buddy Merle out there. You know, spend hey, some Merle. time talking to him. But, you think we can uh, get free food? Uh, I don't know, Merle, if you're listening, you We'll, call do, the, in, we'll man. do
1: the show away from uh, Black Hands. Yeah,
2: we'll do it from Black Hands. It's a, it's a, it's a we'll nice Piss place. everybody off? It's a, it's a, uh, it's a an upscale Oh, it's an it's upscale. It's oh, So nice I can't idea. go. Is that <laughs> what you're
1: saying, fan? So what you're saying, Ray, that I can't go to an upscale well, you restaurant? I'm just the Taco Bell type guy. Oh,
2: man. Yeah, you know, when I take man.
1: a girl out on a date, you know I say? "Hey, You want to go to dinner?
2: Hey, no, speaking no, of, no. Speak of the girls
1: yeah, what? and girls. dates, girls. You, you,
2: you can't have girls and dates. you, you got a lady already. No, but, I don't have her. I, from don't. A woman's I, mean, I don't have no lady. Listen, from a woman's perspective, yeah. we got to get some women. To, we want to hear from a woman's perspective as well. Uh, what do they think about this draft? Why do you think a lady would say that we should pick who we pick? In this draft. Well, At women this point, have
1: this this sense of something. They do with s- football. Yeah, yeah, they, they just like the form of the their pants. That's what they like.
2: No, no. See, I'm going to give them respect. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say that you know it has, it has it has nothing to do with football. But they want a, a nice. You know, a gentleman, a role model. And the NFL, they're actually looking at guys like that. You know, the Graves is going to make his decision based upon a guy who's going to come in, who's got a clean background, He's not going to get in trouble. They're not going to get a phone call at, you know, 3 o'clock in the morning. Like, like Pac Man. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. But, but Throwing listen, money up and but, but, but I got to say this now. Depending upon what happens, what the crime is, you know, but these are young, very young millionaires. And, you know, at that that age, but they've got to be. Accountable for with it, for their
1: actions. Well, basically, they're in the media; they got to be accountable. It's it's a lo- it's a whole different ballgame. And, and now here, the media here, it, is it,
2: everywhere. Those those cell phones, you could be out, you know, doing whatever, and somebody takes a picture take of your cell young. phone, then it's up that's on right. MySpace. You
1: know? On, it's on YouTube or MySpace right away. So they got to be very careful what they do. And it's so, not like it was years ago, that's right. for right? Sure. And
2: so these evaluations that they're making are not necessarily just based upon talent on the football team. It's
1: field. based about their personalities and uh, what they're really all about.
2: That, that, that's exactly right. But listen, you know, to play football, oh. you got to be a little crazy though you got to be
1: crazy. Look at you.
2: Well, I'm saying that. I'm. I mean, you're that. crazy. You're a crazy man. Well, that's why you and I are doing this show that's together. That's right. You're, you're crazy You're crazy, crazy, crazy on the
1: field. You're to kill people. You kill, kill people. Anyway, I think my, my personal opinion of Rod Graves, he's a moron. The Cardinals are screwed if he calls the shots. If, in fact, uh, I think, wh- why is it not you be calling the shots? That's it. Uh, that's the way I feel about it. Uh, uh, Graves has been around for a long time. Uh, he kisses uh, Bidwell's ass. That's what goes on. And uh, the fans here in the state of Arizona, and especially the city of Phoenix, have been putting up with this crap for over the last, uh, you know, uh, 19 years, as well as I've been here since, and then going back to 1949. And you know, Ray, you played on major teams, good teams, uh, you know, Super Bowl teams. Uh, you no, did, I n-
2: never Super Bowl. We missed. Well, yeah, you, you missed
1: it. Oh, you missed it by one year. Okay. Dick right. Vermeil built a team with great draft picks, great free agents. He was a great coach, and the city of Philadelphia loved those Eagles back in those days. I mean, they were really in bad shape. But you know what? One thing about Philly and Cleveland, and I'll make sure that Mike understands. These fans go to the stadium every Sunday. They believe in their team. They love their team. And you know what? If it's the Eagles or the Browns or whatever... They could be 15, win fifteen games or 13, 14 games in a row, right? If they lose the next game, they get really pissed off. They really get mad. But here, it's like we just lose all the time, and it just continues.
2: Well, again, this this is this is uh, you know, football is is new. I mean, how long has football been here? Maybe twenty years. Yeah, Eighty nine. You're talking about teams that have you know long traditions. Long traditions. Yes. And but this is a team. This is a franchise. This is an, an old franchise. They've they've never won a Super Bowl. Uh, it's a team that is, uh, you know, if you, if wait, wait, what? they
1: don't even the playoffs once.
2: Yeah. You know, so Since it's, 1949 yeah. and, it, and and you know, it's one of those things where that's
1: it, really bad. That sucks.
2: You know, and, and many times the free agents do, they want to be a part of programs. You think about guys you who know. are out there in the free agent market. Many times they'll be sincere about the fact that they want to go to a team that has a chance to win. To win. But let me, I was going to
1: ask you that. If you, you were still in football and let's say the background and resume that you have in the NFL would you want to come to a team like this? I mean, being in the game and knowing, and, you know, all the players talk, everybody talks. I mean, would you really want to come here, or would it be just for the money?
2: Well, I would tell you that if, if I had a chance to come to this team, this is a, a it's a new situation. You've got a new head coach coming in here. you got a guy, and again... Yeah, but they said yep, that three years ago. Yeah, but we, we've got a new guy... Again. Yeah,
1: okay. a new guy again. And, again. and a new and guy again.
2: who has actually been to a Super Bowl, been a part of a program, That's right. and, and they've won it. And so this is the person who's coming in, and this is why I keep mentioning about a running back, is because of the fact that he knows that you've got to have a running game. One thing about football is if you're going to win, good players make other players better. And so uh, what happens when, when, you, when you develop the, they say the running game opens up the passing game. And so we okay. got to establish that running game. I would want to come here. They have never established got, a running game, but, here. but we're going to establish a running game. Again, the question was: regime. the question
1: was, would you? Uh, yes, you, I would. Yes, You I would, would, would come here.
2: I would come here.
1: You would come here. I would you would leave in. the Eagles if you. Let's say you were. Let's say you were twenty five, twenty six, contracts up, and you're a free agent. You're a great football player. Everybody knows who you are. Still to this day, everybody knows who you are. This
2: is a team. This is a team on the rebuilding. they the way
1: They've been rebuilding. The fans now have. Wow, (laughs) fans got a voice. They've been building for 20 years. They continue to build. Uh, You know what? It comes down to this. The fans, Ray, are fed up with the spin. Continually spin. You better win or forget it.
2: Well, that's what it's coming down to. I believe that they could be frustrated. But one thing about a sports fan, you know, and and everybody's been uh, making these suggestions, but once you're hooked, you are hooked. If there's a team that you've been following, you follow that team. You are you are the only people that are not loyal in this business are the players and the owners. And the
1: owners, but But the fans are loyal. The loyal. You know, I would I watch the game, and I will say I do watch the game. I'll put the Cardinals on when they're on, and they've been on quite a bit. In in fact, the starting of the NFL season, they're going to be on Monday Night Football, which is absolutely amazing to me. But I do watch them, and by the second
2: quarter or going into the half, it's like. Forget this. Here we go again. Well, he – Wisdom Hunt is coming in. He's saying that his practices, he's going to speed up his practices. And I touched on this before. Uh By speeding up his practices, what he's going to have is he's going to have a team that is going to be out of the huddle fast to the line of scrimmage and making things happen right that's and that's many good times football. there's not a lot of time for adjustments so that could you know uh, it could t- turn into more productive plays more points on the board and this could be a better football team okay
1: kevin from ohio you're on the ray ellis sports talk a show with Fan man and how you doing tonight
0: all right good
1: what can we do for you
0: well i was listening to uh part of the show i caught a little bit of it and uh, before i lost it but uh, i was uh, you know i tend not agree with him i think uh um, good players do make other players better. You know, they kind of raise the level of the uh, other players' games, and, you know, they bring a certain confidence that, you know, sometimes you just see um, your teammate is confident, and then he feels like uh, he can get it done. You know, sometimes all you need to spur, your, spur yourself on.
2: And, and that's yeah. true. You know, if you look at, uh, you know, other players around the league, and if you look at the positions, as a matter of fact, you'll look at the position, look at the secondary, or look at the running backs. You know, I remember, you know, going back, you know, in the backfield, Cleveland they had two. Thousand yard rushers and Kevin Mack and Ernest Binder. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you know sometimes the quarterback. You know, the quarterback does a good job. The quarterback makes the running back better. The running back makes the quarterback better. They make the receivers better. It has to work. It's a motivational hand. thing. But if, but if nobody, yeah, if, if your if your teammates look at the Suns on the sidelines, do you look, see when they're jumping yeah. up and high fiving But you do
1: see also on the Suns the way they're playing when the other day when they blew out the Lakers, they put the you know the people on the bench, they put the players on the bench and sit on the bench. He put him in there and they still won the game dramatically. I mean, the team is to. Well, they, the the Lakers
2: at that time were demoralized. Well, so, well, yeah, well, yeah. They, but
1: they did that. They demoralized him, and then they, he brings in the backups, and the backups continue to slaughter. And that doesn't happen in, with, this, with this Arizona uh, Cardinals team. Would you agree, Kevin?
0: Yeah, yeah, and I, I think that, you know everything comes with time. You know, they've had a lot they've of changes there, and yeah, they, Kevin, well, have, well, well, you know, lately yeah. they've had some changes. You know, they got new running back, new coaches. That try, they try. They have up a new coach every three years. And, so and you got to stick with it. Sometimes you gotta it takes time. You know, change takes time, and to get your system in and the players that you want in it takes time. So, you know, one other thing before you cut me off, I'd like to say happy birthday to the host. Um, You know, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a person who went to school with him, so happy birthday just to let him know how old he is. Hey, so, so how, old is he, right? how old I is he? How old is he? I gonna ain't gonna that. tell. I the bad out myself. <laughs> hey,
2: uh, thank you, man. That's beautiful. For you, to remember that I'm getting younger.
6: Yeah,
1: that's right, bro. All right, Kevin. Hey, nice talking to you. Thanks for calling in. All
6: right, bye-bye. Okay.
1: Anyway, uh, another show is coming to to an end, and it's Ray's birthday. Happy birthday, Ray. So how old are you?
2: I, I, I'm proud, are you forty two or forty four? I'm, I'm proud to be forty eight years old. Forty eight. Yes, yes. Man, looking the, for, you're looking of, pretty good for forty eight. In, in the valley of the sun, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm happy. to be Is that be Botox
1: here. injections on your <laughs> face? There, I don't see any wrinkles, man. What are you doing with listen, this? I got listen, all these wrinkles. You know what? You,
2: I, you know, what I want to celebrate my birthday with. And you know what? Me? L- no, no, not me with you? no, 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 no. Come no, no. You know what I did? I ah. celebrated my birthday the same way okay. when I got drafted the day before my birthday. So listen, as I said, it has definitely been a. We've had a great time. We thank you all for calling. Tune in again next week. I'm Ray Ellis. You listen to Ray Ellis Sports with my co host, Fan Man. Hi, man. And uh, as always, we'll see you next time, which will be the best time.
1: The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. In the bitch's
3: ass and then move on.